ABC Radio Queensland. Do you have a friend that's absolutely amazing at what they do, but they struggle to keep themselves level-headed? They might be hypercritical of themselves or motivated by negative energy rather than a positive one where we're talking about high achievers and the mental health issues they could be masking or destined to face. Stay with me for that here on ABC Radio Queensland. ABC Listen. How does a ship disappear without a trace? In 1973, somewhere off Tasmania, it happened to the Blythe Star. We can communicate with men on the moon, and yet we cannot communicate with the Blythe Star. And the 10-man crew began the battle for their lives. All I can think of is what a miserable way to go. From the Dead, Season 2 of The Expanse podcast. Find it on the ABC Listen app. Annie Gaffney's my name. Nice to hang out with you. The news is not too far away at four o'clock. After four, we're expecting an update from uh, the Queensland Fire and Emergency Services Commissioner on fires around Queensland. There are still quite a few burning mostly at the watch and act level, but we have had a prepare to leave in for an area around Warwick. I'll tell you more about that on the other side of the news at four. Uh, There is also a fire ban in place for uh, parts of the Lockyer Valley, Noosa, the Scenic Rim, Somerset and the Sunshine Coast Council areas in the southern part of the state. Uh, So just make sure before you... Light up a fire or uh, use any kind of power tools or lawnmowers or any of those things. Use them with extreme care. And if there's a fire ban in place in your local council area, you're not allowed to light any open fires at all. That fire ban for uh, parts of southern Queensland is in place from today until at least Thursday evening. So please take that into account. Hey, do you ever stand back and watch someone do what they do, whether it's at work, on the sporting field, or maybe in a creative endeavour, and think, what motivates that person to push themselves so hard? You might even be tempted to think everything comes easily for them. Well, with the passing of Matthew Perry, the ongoing issues for Britney Spears and Revelations by Swimming Golden Girl Steph Rice that she's struggling to find purpose in her life. I thought it'd be great to take a look at high achievers, specifically how the psychological factors that drive them to success can also be a bit of a double-edged sword. Dr Joe Lukens is a mental skills coach, performance psychologist and author. Joe, good afternoon. When we see a high-performing person, whether a CEO or an athlete, what are some of the common things that they might be disguising with their success? Yeah, good afternoon, Annie. It's an important question, isn't it? Because we know that in the drive that people have to reach the pinnacle of what they're doing, it comes at a cost. So, and and typically that they're in a space that's obviously very competitive. So there's lots of stresses that can go with it. There's lots of, you know, putting yourself out there and risk taking. So therefore by default, there's lots of dealing with adversity. So it's really about those skills that people need to develop the resilience and, and how to manage the disappointments that really um, impact then how that affects self-esteem and confidence as they travel through that journey. So if we're looking at motivation, what are some good sources of motivation versus the bad sources of motivation in our lives? Yeah, so I guess, I mean, we're often driven by many things, aren't we? It's, it can be the carrot and the stick, you know, are we are we motivated by something for something that we want to achieve or is there something that we're wanting to avoid? And And it can be a combination of those. And I think where I've seen successful people manage their success well, if I can put it that way, is when they have a bit of a blend of the internal intrinsic motivators that no one can take away from you. So, you know, we do it for the sake of how good it feels to be 
achieving. And then obviously there'll be tangible rewards that will go with it as well. So that might be about if it's in sport, it might be winning. If it's in, you know, if you're a CEO, it might be about making money for a company or, or whatever it might be, or the creatives, it might be, you know, securing a project, whatever that is. But I think when people can combine being motivated by what how it feels good for us when we do that, but also balancing those extrinsic rewards, that can be really helpful. When someone has boundless energy or is thinking of new ideas nonstop, how can that be symptomatic perhaps of deeper issues that might come back to haunt them in the future? Yeah, look, it's it's something to be to be mindful of. And the, the biggest thing I've seen for people with energy is to make sure that they have plenty of time for rest as well to, to recharge those batteries because burnout is one of those things that I've often seen with high achievers that, um, you know, that constant driving to move forward, people can sometimes forget the importance of rest and the importance to recharge. So I think that can be a part of the issue. And I think sometimes for people, uh, high performance can feel quite isolating. And one of the things that we know for everybody with, as far as wellbeing goes, it's our connections with other people that becomes important. So sometimes if you are on that high achieving pathway, you may not want to share your vulnerabilities, say, or even pay attention to what they are. And we know those conversations are really important for everybody. Do you have to coach people to assess if their goals are what they actually want or if it's what they think other people want them to achieve? It's certainly something that I'm mindful. Like if ever I'm talking to someone about their goals, you know, I'm always curious about, you know, why have you set that goal for yourself? What What is it that motivates you about that? What, you know, who is supporting you in this goal and so forth? So I'm, I'm mindful of doing that with goal setting. And the other thing that I've found works really well for people who are wanting to be successful is in addition to looking at their goals, also understanding what their values are. So when we know what our values are and we behave consistently with them, um, then particularly on the achievement pathway, it, it, it can really be helpful for us to, you know, be consistently acting with our values. And that, that helps us manage the disappointments, particularly when those things happen. How much of performance is about affirmation and validation and can that be dangerous? Uh, it can be. It can be, particularly if you anchor a lot of your self-worth and self-esteem in feedback from others, you know, because of course we don't always know that we're going to get it. So um, it's always nice when it comes along and it's hard to avoid it when you're being successful. But I do think, you know, spending some time reflecting on ourselves, um, you know, I always say to people that success leaves clues. So understanding what our own personal clues are for success and being, I, I guess, having that humility um, around our performances and, and, and being mindful of those is another way for us to move forward and not get too caught on that sort of precipice of having to achieve all the time or having to seek out the affirmations. How have you encountered people who've actually really struggled to be happy with themselves, no, what a, no matter how good they are at something? And where does that yeah, come from? Yes. Yeah. I, look, I think, I think some, for some people it's that never being satisfied you know, so that they might be achieving in ways that some of us might look at it and go, wow, if, if I was half that good, I'd be, I'd be happy with it. And for high achieving individuals, there's a constant striving and there's always a way to reset and to set another goal. Um, so again, it's about, you know, depending, depending on what, what you're trying to achieve there, um, that relentlessness that goes with that high performance is, is something that can have negative effects on people, particularly when, performance starts to drop. How can anyone be a good friend to another and support those who are constantly pushing themselves to succeed? 
Yeah, so um, communication is always going to be the key, the key to that. Um, and if you have someone that you're concerned about, you know, it's, it's you know, maybe just presenting it from your own point of view, you know. Um, Annie, I've, I've, I've noticed that, you know, you've been doing this, this and this and I'm wondering how you're going, you know. So opening up those conversations is important. And being there to support our friends, of course, when things don't particularly go to plan. Great advice this afternoon, Dr Joe Lukens. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Dr Joe Lukens is an expert in performance psychology and an adjunct professor at James Cook Uni. And Joe's freshly back in Queensland after working with the PNG Women's Rugby League team that's been playing in the Pacific Championships.